tours with horses. You may have seen videos of dogs or cats pushing buttons that speak out loud in English. My name is Carmen and that's what I'm doing only with my horse. I've been surprised and excited and delighted by what Lyra has said so far and it makes me look forward to the future. Who knows what can happen when we give a voice to our horses. Welcome back to another episode. I have some stories to share about Lyra's communication instances and a new button and my attempts to teach Lyra to nod yes. So I'm just going to jump right in. Last episode, I was complaining a little bit about the cold. It was very cold. Well, it has warmed up. It's warmed up quite a bit now. We're, you know, mid 30s during the day, still below freezing at night. We also had about 18 inches of snow, uh, so that's been quite a burden. My husband plowed several times. We've both shoveled and shoveled and shoveled, but unfortunately we had like a late snowfall one evening and then it rained on top of it and then there was a hard freeze. Uh, unfortunately, that ended up in our driveway being a country skating rink, like two inches of ice. So it has been uh, extra exciting to uh, haul buckets of water out to Lyra a couple times a day. And I have not fallen yet. I did buy a pair of crampons for my boots to hopefully uh, keep me steady on the ice. Though some of it's melted now and I have some safe walking paths, so that's good. So, uh, as I had mentioned, I bring Lyra two buckets of warm water every morning and every evening. I was doing this mostly to melt her water. And this is the same story I've told on the Facebook group, Words with Horses. So if you're a part of that group, you've heard this already if you've read the post. But I'm going to kind of tell it story, story time here on the podcast. So I was starting to let her just drink straight out of the buckets when I brought her the warm water. And she seemed to kind of like that, and I would click and treat her for drinking out of the buckets because I liked knowing that she'd gotten plenty of fresh uh, liquid water before I refilled her bucket and I was going to be away at work and maybe it might get a little frozen. So I, I was just making sure that she was willing to drink and I could see her drinking and I felt good about that. Well, she really started to home in on those buckets when I would bring them out. So one morning I brought out her buckets and then I went into the shed to get her hay net and empty out what was left in it and go refill it with fresh hay, which I did. And I gave her some hay to munch on while I restored her hay net. And then I went out to the well and she had drank the buckets of warm water. They were all gone. So I took the empty buckets back to the well and filled them up so that she could have fresh water in her larger bucket for the day. So she was pretty much all set and I walked into the shed to see if she wanted to press any buttons, if she had anything to say. So I invited her to come into the shed. She was kind of reluctant to come in, um, but then she did come into the shed and she pressed water. And that really surprised me because she doesn't press water very often. I was like, wait and I was like are you thinking about the warm water buckets and so I could say is you know water's all gone water's all done you drink it all she pressed water again and I'm like water all all gone all done I was like do you want to press another button and then she pressed walk 
And so I was like, well, okay, we'll walk out. And I thought maybe I would show her the fresh bucket of well water. So we walked out and we walked over to her fresh bucket of water. And I said, see, there's your water. And she kind of sniffed at it. And she just looked at me. And she had like the classic, I can't even describe it, but the, the horsey disappointment look all over her face. Like, no, I want more of the warm water. I really like that. And I felt kind of bad, but I was like, no, you have fresh water. And I certainly don't want her to get into this habit where she will only drink warm water from the house. That would be super inconvenient. And so I'm like, no, water, you know, water's all done. There's your fresh water. And then I went back into the shed and she, you know, finally started munching on her breakfast and finally accepting that the warm water was gone. But that was just kind of another one of these moments where... If she didn't have that button or that ability to say that, I don't think I would have realized just how much that warm water means to her. I might have instances where I'd be like, oh yeah, it didn't quite freeze real hard last night. I'm not going to bring her out any warm water. Well, now that I know that it means so much to her, I make sure that I do bring her the warm water in the morning, even if it didn't totally freeze hard overnight. So... That's something I wouldn't have thought of or known if she didn't have that button to tell me what she wants. And so that's why I'm doing this. So as for the new button, I did add a button that I had mentioned on the podcast a couple of episodes ago. I added a yuck button. And the reason why is I know this is a word that she already knows verbally. She has heard me say it many times whenever we're out walking around, grazing, she gets something she doesn't quite want in her mouth and she like spits it out. And then I say, yuck, yuck. So she's heard it several times. She knows what it means. And so I gave her a yuck button. And how I modeled and introduced this is I brought out some cucumber, which is a nice healthy horse treat that some horses like. Um, Lyra is not one of them that likes cucumbers. So I knew it wasn't something that she would really be into at all. But what I did is I had mounted this yuck button on the right uh, comfortably beneath the no button. So I am leaving more vertical space between the buttons. So I offered her the cucumber in my hand and she's like, you know, she would sniff at it and like, no, that's not something I want. And then I threw it on the ground and I pressed the button yuck. And then I'd offer, and then I would give her uh, a treat or some alfalfa pellets to let her know that it's not like she would be punished for pressing yuck. I actually want her to press yuck. And maybe if she gets offered something she doesn't like and then presses yuck to tell me about it, then I will give her something that she does like. So I did that a few times. I offered her cucumber. She would not take it. I would press yuck. Sometimes I would press no, yuck, no, like, no, I don't want that. And then I'd say, oh, you want a treat? And I would give her a treat. So she didn't press yuck at all herself. She hasn't done that yet. But I feel like she would know what it means. And I have introduced it. So uh, there was one other circumstance where I uh, have had the opportunity to model the button. And that gets into the little bit of story time here. 
As mentioned before, I was going to teach her or try to teach her to nod her head as a way to give her a mobile yes cue. I'm almost starting to think of this kind of like a, a horse version of sign language. If I can give her a few signs that can be meaningful to us, then she can use them anywhere because they only require her own body and her own movements. So I was trying to teach her yes by having her follow the target up and down. So she is very familiar with touching a target. We have a target that I use that's a bright green ball on the end of a stick. And so I would hold it up, she'd lift her head up toward it, and then I would drop it down and she would lower her head down toward it, which she was a little confused by because she's like, she has either been rewarded for touching the target or I have a different target I use when I want her to follow the target when we're walking or something and she doesn't need to touch that target. But she's like, you're having me follow this target, move my head. I'm not sure I really get it. She was really slow and stiff in following the target, even though I would, was trying to reward for not too terribly much movement. So I was kind of getting a little discouraged. I didn't feel like we were making a whole lot of progress that way. But then I can't remember exactly how it unfolded. But one day I was kind of trying to do that and maybe I was using my hand. I didn't have the target with me at the time. Sometimes she will target my hand. I've got that uh, rewarded pretty well also. And then she lifted her head and started to do a smile. She's definitely got the smile cue down really well. It's a behavior she really likes to do. And I just lift my finger in the air and kind of scratch the air with my finger and she'll smile. Well, I wasn't giving her the cue but she was, I was kind of lifting up my thumb because I was trying to using kind of a thumbs up as a cue to say yes. And she started a, to do a bit of a smile and then she dropped her head down quickly and it did kind of a bob. And I'm like, click, treat, yes, I'll take that. And so she was able to re repeat that. So I kind of captured that nodding behavior at the end of the start of a smile, if that makes sense. But it, it worked really well and now she's been able to repeat it. I've just been treating and treating and treating. It's like, do you want a treat? And then yes. And I'm giving her treats for that. So every time she does it, I would click and give her a treat, but also say the word yes. Just like when she pushes one of her buttons, it says the word out loud. Because I really want her to uh, understand it with meaning. Not just, I give you a cue, you do a behavior, and then you get a treat. I want to see if I can get to a point where it's meaningful. And I think I've actually seen a few contexts where maybe she's gotten that. So the first, it was just this evening. I intended to record this podcast a lot earlier today, but I'm kind of glad I waited because this evening there have been some fun little instances where I feel like she's used her yes nod in context appropriate ways. So I was going out, I was bringing her her water. Now normally we do this little uh, routine where I'm going to go into the fence and she, I ask, can I come in? And she takes a step or two backwards. This is something I taught her because she was kind of crowding the fence a bit when I was trying to come into the fence. I was like, oh, I don't really like that. That doesn't work very well and she kind of gets excited and wants to rub me with her head. And Meanwhile, I'm trying to climb through the fence because it's actually not a gate. 
Um, what I have is an electric fence. A couple of the wires are electric, but not all of them. And then I just so through one section of the fence where I go in and out, I have them insulated so they, it won't shock me. So I can weave myself through the fence there pretty easily, but not when she's like also trying to nudge me. So I've taught her to back up and then I'll come into the fence. So tonight when I came up to the fence, I'm like, can I come in? She did the yes nod. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I was like, yes, yes, I'll reinforce that. And so I came into the fence and I gave her some treats. So I don't know if she was just like, I want treats right now, but that wasn't really a context where she would immediately get a treat because I have to come in through the fence first. And it did seem like she was answering my, I don't know, it felt like she was answering my question. Maybe I'm anthropomorphizing, which is entirely possible. But a little later, I kind of got everything set up for her for the evening and then uh, asked her if she wanted, she didn't really want to come into her shed and press any buttons, but I decided to see if she would use her nod if I asked her a question. So I asked her if she wanted to play and she nodded her head yes. Oh, actually she did come into the shed and press water again. Um, and I had to show her, no, sorry, you already drank all of the warm water. So she did press that button. I just remember that. But then I asked her if she wanted to play and she did the nod. I think I might've given her a little bit of thumb signal because I know it's something she likes that she would typically say yes to. So she did the nod and then we did our play routine where she copies me when I lift my left leg or my right leg. And then uh, another thing I asked is I asked, do you want a hug? And she did the yes nod. And these are great things because they, they don't immediately give her treats. It's not just like she's nodding to get a treat immediately. I felt like she was responding to the question in some way. I asked the question, she would nod, then we would do the activity that I had offered, and then she would get treats. So maybe, maybe she is saying yes. I think in order to know more clearly, I'm definitely going to t have to teach her uh, a sign for no. So the typical uh, thing to teach a horse to say no when you're doing like the party trick, I don't know that a lot of people do it for actual communication, but they do like the head shake, like when a, head, a horse tosses their head, like to get something out of their ear. So they'll like tickle the horse's ear to get them to shake their head. And I don't really want to do that. Sometimes when I scratch her ear, like she actually likes me to scratch her ear, she'll just shake her head afterwards, but I don't feel like that's very consistent. I might have a hard time capturing that. And I don't want to be all sticking my fingers in her ears all the time if that's not what she wants. So I'm, I think I'm going to go back to the target and maybe I'll just swing the target side to side, even though that I don't feel like that's ultimately what worked with yes, maybe there are some pieces of that that she did pick up in some way and, or maybe it'll end up branching some other direction, just like how I got yes. But I think I'll just give it a shot and I'll just move the target back and forth. Um, under her nose and have her uh, orient toward it and reward for that. So I'll see if I can get that and I'll see if I can get a no. Now we have this kind of awkward moment where she's going to be saying no and then I will give her a treat for that. So it's really 
needs to be a careful thing where I want to make sure she understands no doesn't just mean treat. It isn't just a behavior on a cue. It actually has meaning. So I'll want to very quickly, as soon as I get any kind of consistency with shaking head no, I'll want to start offering things she doesn't want. Um, I guess that's one good thing about having 18 inches of snow right now, as I can pick up a bit of snow and offer her that. And say, do you want snow? And then get her to give her the cue to shake her head no. And then I'll reinforce and I'll click reward. No, good girl. And then I will give her a treat. So I'm hoping that I can get that in place and then get to a point where I can offer things that are ambiguous, where sometimes she would say yes and sometimes she would say no. And then see if I can get those signs both in place, in use, in appropriate contexts. So that's a little bit of a goal. So I think I've kind of branched into maybe something like ESL, which I'm calling uh, equine sign language, and we'll see how far I get with that. And I can think of like other things that I could do for other signs, like touching her side, touching her knee, stomping a foot. I mean, I could probably install words to on a lot of different body parts and then maybe she would be able to have a more mobile means of communication not that i'm quitting with the buttons at all in any way shape or form i think they're still really important and i'm still going to develop those as well there's a lot that i still want to do it's almost just paralyzing because i don't know what to do next do i give her some weather buttons do I give her more body part buttons? Do I give her a Lyra button? Do I give her a Carmen button? So many, so many. So I'll slowly roll out buttons and I'll continue with that, but I'll, I'm also going to work on these, uh, this fun ESL project uh, to get her to learn some sign language. Why not? The apes did it, right? So we'll see how far I get. Um, last but not least, I still have some intentions towards setting up a YouTube channel that has more of a instructional piece on DIY, how to get started with buttons. There are some videos out there, but certainly none involving horses or equines or equids at all, or larger animals. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go that direction, but it might be a while. I want to have several videos recorded before I actually get started so that I don't confuse the algorithm by posting videos very infrequently. It's really, I, from what I've heard and read and I've been doing some homework, it's really important to do that on a schedule. So I want to have enough content pulled together that I feel like I can keep to a schedule for a while without worrying about trying to pull something together at the last minute. That's that piece. And in the Words with Horses Facebook group, I need to get back on the bandwagon and make a post about um, the book study, How Still I Learned to Talk. I finally came to a conclusion that I need to combine the next three chapters because chapter two and three are all about her and her significant other deciding to adopt a dog and how she acquired her dog. So there isn't uh, a whole lot that I am super interested in diving into there. But then the next chapter definitely talks a lot about 
the kinds of expressive communication that our animals already have, like um, making eye contact, gazing, um, pawing at things. So I would love to start a discussion on the ways our animals communicate with us, even outside of what um, my little project is here, our little experiments with buttons and, and ESL. So that is where we are at. If you like this content, please subscribe to this podcast. You can email me any feedback at wordswithhorses at gmail.com. Join the Words With Horses Facebook group. You can find me as SheHorse on uh, most of my videos are on TikTok under SheHorse, some bits and pieces under Lyra Learns on Instagram. If that's too much and too many random links and things for you, um, you can just go to my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E, I think there's a dot in there, slash Words With Horses. And that is kind of the home base where I have links to all of the other parts and pieces that I'm sharing online. So thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.